video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your hosts to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to a special edition of the Bad Taste Video Podcast, where me and my man, Texas Grizz, Texas homeboy, Hollywood homeboy, all the above, we're going to be talking about the brand new 2022 released Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Dude, I didn't... Is that... What's it called? Is that it? Yeah, Texas. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Chains- Massacre. No, the, uh, it's just Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. The sequel to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I can't even say that fucking seriously. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is interesting, man. I didn't even put this together that we are right in the middle of our Texas Gore Month. And yep. this makes perfect sense that we would cover this yeah. this release of Texas, Ch- almost like it was planned, but it really was not planned this way. Yeah. That it was really yeah, we so swear was we, we really did not do this. Works yeah, that out was well. great. Yeah, so this is supposed to be a direct sequel to the first one. Everything else after that is no longer canon, I guess. Right? That's what they're saying. Oh my god. Okay. First of all, that I have a problem with because part two was great. Like I could see like the the later editions being kind of thrown under the bus, but yeah, really, you're gonna throw part two under too? Come on! And I get Come that on. that part two is is a little goofier than the original one, but it's a very self aware horror film. Yeah, I, I think it's supposed that it, to be. Yeah, I think it's it's on purpose, but it doesn't take away from uh, how great that film is. And I'm not looking at this with like, uh, you know, rose colored glasses into the past is like those films were so much better. There are horror movies of the past 10, 15 years that I really do enjoy that I think are are some of the fucking best horror movies of all time. So it's not that I'm like this fucking nostalgia boner nerd, but dude, a lot of this shit I could not write off on for this film. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I it started out strong for me. And uh, it just kind of, I don't know, just kind of turned into a different, totally different thing. And I get that they're kind of doing the whole nostalgia thing now. And I guess they're trying to right wrongs that they see when it comes to like these franchises. Because we saw it with we saw it with Halloween. That's the biggest one that's going to come to mind with this. Right. Even like certain plot points of the movie are are taken from the new halloween movies bro i i I legit was fucking i was like yo if sally says evil dies tonight i'm gonna fucking lose it dude because i thought she was gonna say it at one point i got that vibe i got it uh i i don't know man i feel like this at least with halloween like it sort of felt like it could it could have worked you know what i mean like it it sort of felt okay in a way but this one, it just felt completely different. Like it was unnecessary to try to make this like a an actual uh, sequel to the original. It this really to me, it, it felt like that uh, the, the cash in on what is happening in in horror films right now, uh, even down to the casting. Uh, I just I, I don't under I don't understand a lot of the choices that were made uh, in making this. And and from what I understand, dude, like this film was made. Uh, it was horrible. The director was fired. 
It was remade. It was screened. Wow, really? It was horrible again. It got so panned in the screening that it was fucking shelved for years until Netflix picked it up. So it's no like way. if it's that if it's if it's this hard of a film to sell to to people to begin with, you know, it, it just feels like Netflix saw an opportunity to fucking make some money here, man. Wow. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. I had no clue. I had no clue they made a fucking I guess cuz after a while they they came out with all those other sequels that just started kind of being like low grade uh like cash-ins and money grabs they just sort of you know whatever oh a new one oh great okay right i had no idea that it was supposed to be a direct sequel i think maybe if i did know that i would have had a little bit more interest in the making of it and the whole process that came into this release but it really took me by surprise like yeah. i maybe only found out about this movie what like a couple weeks relatively, ago yeah relatively Honestly. uh relatively recently i didn't even realize it came out I was like, oh, fuck. And I started seeing people like posting about it. Our friends it. said, like, oh, oh, we shit. watched that last night and it was great. <laughs> Whoever the fuck. Yeah, I was like, oh. Uh, we should probably watch <laughs> that too then. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this movie, do you know when it was originally shot? Do you know what year? Like, or at least a guess. I'm not really sure, but I know that it, it was shelved for five years. So it's it's sad wow. around. Yeah, it's sad this around. This iteration of the movie. For, I'm, not, a, I'm not wow. sure from like if it was this filming of it, but I know that like the project was canned for completely five years so Dude, that's crazy that's crazy and i can i can kind of see why i guess they thought that maybe it was gonna get uh you know just destroyed if it was released in theaters so they figured let's at least kind of try to make some money back right by selling it yeah. to ne- uh, netflix and doing that release and which is, i don't mind because no, what's there to lose right like, you don't it, you didn't lose anything well we didn't lose anything by watching it this is where i feel netflix made the mistake and I think you know they could have they could have did this a lot differently and, and made fans like myself like this movie because standalone I think this movie's great I think that it has good kills I think the CGI gore is passable and I think the story is very rough but for a modern horror films this is kind of what I expect visually beautiful if you bill this as the reimagining of Texas Chainsaw Massacre set in modern times. I'm okay with that. The fact that you try to sell me this fucking tripe billed as the direct sequel to one of the best horror movies ever made is complete fucking bullshit. That's what I hate about it. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely doesn't have the same feeling at all as the original. And at least like Texas Chainsaw 2 sort of was in the same vein. It had like a similar like grittiness to it. Right. It was like kind of weird and all that shit. And then even the remakes or whatever the hell you want to call them, uh, the Halloween movies that have been coming out, at least they feel like they're in the same fucking universe. universe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where this is just, I don't know. Like, and the reason why I say that this needs to be its its own standalone Texas Chainsaw reimagining and not part of the original film is because they've just decided to completely fucking change Leatherface's origin. Not once in the original films or in, in the second film or any of that shit do we hear Leatherface was an orphan who lived in a fucking orphanage for all these years with this lady who just magically we were supposed to fucking have yeah, some kind of feeling this? for. It's 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 just bullshit. It's a total garbage writing process that lends nothing to the original film. The only thing tying this to the original film is the, the 20 minutes of Sally we get on film, which don't even get me started on that bullshit actress they fucking put in that role. 
I get that the original Sally, I mean, the actress is, is no longer with us, then I don't think they even needed to fucking touch on that. You weren't even making it a sequel to begin with. Don't even bring her back. That's just a fucking money grab. Yeah, well, they're cashing in on the whole Laurie Strode that, coming back for revenge. That's what I'm the getting The one at. thing yeah, that exactly. I did like, though, that um, Sally became like a Texas Ranger or something. Like she, after that whole ordeal, like she changed her life and like went into law enforcement to hunt this guy down. I do like where, that aspect, dude. Where like the Laurie Strode thing, like she became obsessed with it, just but just kind of wasn't like doing anything else. Like she was just kind of becoming a prepper and all that stuff. I think I, I thought they did a good job with that. I, I think that if we take this, uh, the idea of like, like you said, I think that's a great idea for the Sally character. If you give me a direct sequel that's set 1981, 1982, a couple years after the original incident, that it feels like an old, old horror movie that's set in that right time period. That's the sequel I want to see. You can make a modern you know, vintage take on, on, on a horror movie like that that's set in that time period. Doing it in 2022 where, oh, we need to make sure we talk about racial tension. We got to make sure we talk about school shootings. We got to make sure we talk about cancel culture. We got to make all these fucking, these topics. I was waiting for Leatherface to be like, I identify as a woman because that's why I wear my mom's face. Like, it's all <laughs> of these like modern fucking things that like are just trying to be thrown in your face to be like, oh, look at us. Like, we're being super heavy handed yeah and like we're socially we're being poignant on today's modern hot topics it's like dude go fuck yourself this is supposed to be a fun horror film yeah like there are ways to do that like look at all like the old romero movies and all that stuff where it's like a subtle thing it's not like fucking like blatantly there you're supposed yes. to like allude to it not just you know say it right that's that's just not Especially for something that's supposed to be the fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel. Like, come on. What what do you think you're making? You didn't make like a high tension, scary, atmospheric movie. Like this yeah. thing is like a fucking a great point, you know, late it, it's a late two thousands horror movie. Like if this came out when the Friday the thirteenth remake came out, I'd be like, Yeah, this fits in perfectly. But you know, I oh, feel yeah, like the, the way that they that did early it, 2000s it's just, one? I agree. That does yeah, feel like it, that kind of movie. That's what this does feel uh, like to me. That one was fucking awesome, though. At least, like, they just said, okay, fuck it, we're going to do a remake, and we're going to still kind of keep the characteristics of the, the main person, and, like, the backstory is generally still yes. the same and everything. 100%. That was cool. I You could you could go listen to any old episode, and I always say that I like that fucking remake. Yeah, I agree Even with the, that. Even the Halloween, uh, you know, Halloween Kills and whatever the fuck, Halloween 2018, whatever the hell it's called. Like, at least those feel like it took place you know 20 years later 30 years later 40 years later whatever the fuck it's supposed to be at least it feels like it's still the same town it's still Haddonfield it's still right. the same characters that's Laurie Strode the origin it's still is fucking there. her yeah and like even look they, they didn't cast all like the the cops and all that shit that were, were originally there from 78 they're not all the same fucking actors and actresses right. and all that shit that's fine but the, the the people that they did have still felt like, oh, yeah, that could be them. Where this, like, I didn't feel like this was fucking Sally. No. Right? From the original. Not like, come all. on. Like, wasn't I, I don't it. know. It was, it was just, uh, I think it was just, like, too late for that. Yeah. You know, like, it's, and, and they didn't, like, it was such a minor thing in the movie. You know, like, in the grand scheme of the movie, like, what did she really do? She brought the guns? 
right? Like she got her ass kicked, literally like fucked with the chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. And and second of all, you would never survive that. That was never. pissed me off. Dude, that's what really kind of made me mad is 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 Sally shooting him to save the fucking the sister there at the end and like don't don't fucking run. You gotta chase you gotta kill him because he'll haunt you forever. And it's like he'll haunt you forever. You've been living down the fucking road. Like why why didn't you move? Like what the fuck are yeah. you talking about? You've been hunting him. Like they're like yeah. it's just kind of I don't know. It was weird. How, how did you not know this guy was here? Yeah. If you've been you're a Texas Ranger supposedly like this big fucking badass and all that. How did you not know this fucking person was here? Who supposedly has been an orphan his whole fucking life? Like yeah, the motherfuckers would know. Hey, that big tall dude used to fucking live over at this orphanage. Yeah. Like that should be common knowledge. Well, that was what's also weird is like there's an old photograph with his face like carved out. And that's why I hate it, dude. I got there's some dude on the fucking Internet today arguing with me on my friend's post about this being like he this 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 kid like took it upon himself basically just to make up this entire fucking backstory about, oh, well, the family treated him like shit. So that's why he went to orphanages and he was in and out of different orphanages between the Sawyers and all this. And I was like, where are you getting all this? You are fucking making all of this up to make this movie make sense. That's great if that's how you want to take it, but it doesn't make it fucking part of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It doesn't make any sense at all. He has a fucking family for Christ's sakes. Like, yeah, that's one thing I kind of find hard to believe because the way they uh, portray them in the originals that they're very tight. Like, they would never send, that's like, exactly one of their own it, to, like, a fucking orphanage or something. And then also, like, what? So after, you know, the original killing spree, he went and started working at this orphanage. Like, he just, like... He went back to the orphanage. Up, yeah. Yeah, he, he walled up the chainsaw and just, like, started working. Why was the chainsaw like, on the fucking wall? Yeah, and it starts right up. Imagine. Well, it doesn't make any... I, he's like... Ah, dude... I think we'd never start. Okay, so <laughs> with all that being said, those are my gripes. You know, it's it's a lot to do with story. It's a lot to do with setting. You know, there are some things about this dude that I really, I really do like. And I, like I said before, I'm looking at this now under the lens of this is a reimagining of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is a Leatherface story. This has nothing yeah. to do with the original or the sequels or anything. And with that being said. There's, there's great aspects here. The fact that Leatherface is, like, fast, still not, like, you know, super agile, but fucking aggressively fast, I like that aspect about him, dude. When he's running with that chainsaw in scenes, I'm like, this I'm into. <laughs> it's terrifying when he comes out of that fucking... Oh, the uh, fucking shadows. Like, the alley. Yeah. Oh. But here's the thing. Any day of the week, you're going to kill that motherfucker one-on-one in the middle of the street, and he's running from, like, a fucking alleyway. How do you not shoot this guy? You you got a fucking shotgun full of ammo, and you fucking miss. How? It's, dude, plot armor. Remember? He's got plot armor there. Yeah. There's a lot of plot armor for for people in this movie. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, One thing I have to say. And I know probably a lot of people don't like it. The scene where um, Leatherface goes on the bus full of all the people partying. Like, I I get like they have that whole line like, oh, we're going to cancel you, bro. Like, that's stupid as fuck. But when he starts like hacking his way through the bus and the people are trying to get out and you just see them getting fucking destroyed by the chainsaw. Cut in half and falls out the other side of the bus. I dug that. 
you see the guy standing there and his arm is missing and everything and there's more and more blood on the ground and you see the blood going into the bathroom where the sisters are dude to me that was awesome i think they did a really good like job with that and i feel like it had to be a lot of practical effects there because it it's, looked like fucking it's a lot of cgi but really yes this movie's about 90 percent cgi actually uh, but i mean but with that being said this is probably one of the better examples of cgi gore i've seen ever it's yeah. it's very passable when when homie the the main dude who who comes with the fro girl who's like his wife or whatever her husband when that uh-huh. dude gets his face slashed dude that shit looks so <laughs> fucking good like i was into the way that it looked i'm like that's a believable face slash like that dude looks like he just got his face cut off i like that yeah, dude, that that shit was fucking awesome, actually. And and you know what actually looked really good too, when uh, he's like when Leatherface goes onto the fucking um, the what's it called when he's like in the bus, right? He's going through all the people, and at one point you see him just start like fucking like fucking the guy with a chainsaw. Like there's a girl like with like like behind him yeah and it looked really good like the chainsaw was going fucking through both of them i thought that was like a decent you know i guess that was the cgi effect right it's, yeah totally nah god damn it but it looks really good dude that that you know massacre that's the massacre of this movie is that bus really yeah. and it, it really yeah. is very well done i think yeah, that yeah. you know and that's why i said this movie isn't just a total stinker I just had oh, such loss. Yeah, it's just when you go into it after they've sold you as this being the the second coming of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the sequel you've always wanted, and I no, it's in, in your you piss people off when you say that, and then you completely change the canon of the characters without ever addressing it. And someone said to me, "Well, bro, didn't you see the end scene after the credits?" And I did. He it's 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 fucking Leatherface walking supposedly back to the house from the first yeah. film. It does not look like the first house at all for one. And that doesn't that doesn't explain anything. That just basically sets it up for the fucking sequel that they've already planned on doing because they're going to make a ton of fucking money on this. Yeah. So that whole thing with him walking back to the house, it does. If you look, go look back at a picture from that. It does look like the house. Does it? Because I, dude, I it, didn't think yeah. it did. So look, look at the famous picture of him like running down the uh, driveway. Yeah, and he's got the chainsaw. Because also we went there, Anthony and I. Oh yeah, that's true. And Main Street Mike, we went there. And what takes me out of that scene is the fact that I know that it's not in that location anymore. They actually moved the house. And it's next to like this big hotel, and like there's some other things over there. So that's definitely so, like, not the, the original house. Yeah, that that's was like definitely CGI. Yeah. yeah, that was CGI. They definitely did that fucking as a computer effect. Gotcha. They they like at the end of the movie, they I guess they just couldn't couldn't help themselves. They had to do more CGI, like that fucking horrendous decapitation uh, <sighs> that the sister uh, sustains. Yeah. That oh my God. So bad. Dude. And don't get me wrong. I wanted her to die the whole fucking movie, but uh, such a letdown. And dude, the Tesla, the, t- the ending of her slowly rolling away in a Tesla screaming while, while he's doing the fucking, the, the chainsaw dance being like, Oh look, it's just like the original ending where she's in the pickup truck and he's doing the dance. I'm like, go fuck yourself. This is such a <laughs> stupid, modern bullshit take on this 
It's it's such a ah, ha ha ha. I'm look at me. I'm being fucking you know in the now type of thing, dude. I I can't stand that shit. Know what I hate about movies that are like sequels to like really good movies? They always try to like pay homage or like have the nod to the original when this is just supposed to be a sequel yeah you're supposed to be continuing the, the story, story not fucking not you're not a fan <laughs> yeah you're not doing tipping it. your hat to it you're fucking yeah continuing you're doing what it was done already that's uh, yet again i'm gonna i'm gonna say another fucking george romero thing look at like dawn of the dead day of the dead night of the living dead like there's well obviously it wouldn't happen in night of the living dead but even dawn of the dead like there's no fucking mention of anything really from that you know what i mean things that maybe some things that are relevant to the overall plot because it is like the zombie not, apocalypse right. but like that he's not like oh remember i made that movie yeah. 10 years ago hey, remember when, that black when, and white when, film i did hey hey yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel like this movie the whole time it's just like oh remember that yeah oh remember that like this is kind of like that and this is kind of like that i really just i was bothered by it Try for hard. some odd reason where the whole way that you could just get rid of that is just call it something else yeah call it leatherface dude if you called that's it dude if- don't don't even call it that call it make it a different movie not even, like yeah. oh this is like an homage to the right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Fuck him. Uh, dude, my, my, my buddy Sean today uh, at Beavis and Butthead Collector on Instagram, he made a great point whoop, whoop. that he goes, you know, it's it's like what uh, it's like what Rob Zombie did with the House of a Thousand Corpses. He could have put the fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre name on that and people would have fucking hated it even more than the Rob Zombie haters already do, but it would have been destroyed. It would have been panned so fucking hard, but because he did it, and it's just a movie that you can obviously tell is taking homage from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that looks like the Texas, that has similar plot points as the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that you're like, okay, here's a fan doing his thing yeah. instead yeah, of being like, obviously inspired. here's somebody just fucking trying to cash in on a fucking name. Yeah, I don't know, man. This definitely was just a money grab. Yeah. That's what this had to be. Netflix. Uh, I just Classic. And then I mean, everyone's at like, least oh, it's, it's cinematically beautiful. Bro, if you got a fucking camera that's worth $20,000 and shoots in 4K, it's pretty easy to make something that looks pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> you know, like it's it's not it's not fucking 1980s. Cinematic value isn't hard to achieve anymore with modern technology, yeah. bro. I don't want to hear that shit anymore. I expect every fucking horror movie that's made in modern times to have cinematic value. That's what movies are now. Yeah, I agree. I I just I don't know. I I gotta give it another watch. Maybe maybe I'll enjoy it more off. if well well you know what like sometimes you watch it like the first time that initial watch you're let down and it's like okay let me I know it's not what I thought it was gonna be yeah so let me watch it again and maybe I could just enjoy it as like a fun thing where I do feel like this movie I would not mind rewatching. It wasn't you know no, as I'd much shit this. as we're talking about it. Like it's not the worst thing in the because world because the kills really are isn't. really fun. You know, yeah. when he breaks that dude's wrist and stabs him with it. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that, dude. And dude, well, is, is is that a is that really a Leatherface thing though? That feels like a Michael Myers. Oh, that dude, that scene or a Jason Voorhees. Even thing. even with him, that you see him without the fucking the 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 skin on. I hated that aspect, dude. Yeah. I don't you ever fucking show me Leatherface without the fucking Leatherface. So yeah, but that whole oh, scene didn't even feels, have the fucked up teeth. I don't think. Did yeah, he? that whole I didn't no, notice. not at all. He didn't have like those. The whole fucking scene 
felt very Michael Myers. Looks great, feels cool, but does not feel like a Leatherface scene. But the one detail that they did in that scene where I was like, Mwah, chef's kiss, thank you for putting that in there, was the fucking goose egg on her head, bro, when she was sitting in the car. I don't know if you noticed it, but she just got in the accident, and she's sitting there, and she has the biggest fucking lump on her head. And I'm like, that's detail, because I don't see that oh, shit too often that. in fucking horror movies. That. Where she just bashed her head on a fucking dashboard. She would have a goose egg. Of course. That's what I like. That's some continuity that I can get into. Yeah, it wasn't all bad. No. It wasn't all bad. Just a Uh, big hole in the story. Yeah. I mean, if you have a Netflix fucking account, you might as well just watch it. Yeah. Yeah, it's free. You didn't have to pay for it or anything like that. It's already part of your thing. Like, why the fuck not? When it comes to that, like, whole aspect, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like you're going to be entertained watching it. It's it's part of your Netflix subscription. So like it's not like you're paying 10, 12, 18 dollars oh, to yeah. rent it. And I buy, I buy the baller Netflix, dude. So I got to watch this in 4K. It looked it looked oh. fucking look beautiful. I mean it does. It yeah, looks baby. absolutely stunning and and on a on a fucking 70-inch 4K. It's it's the way to watch this movie. But cuz the CGI just looks like I said it looks Great. so believable in this movie. It's very crisp, man. So yeah. it's it's worth and watching. I, yeah. It sounds like we're we're like kind of, I guess uh, we have like conf- not conflicting, but we're, um, I don't know. What do you what do you what would you say? Like we we may come across at points here where we sound like we fucking hated it, but really it's not the worst thing in the world. No, I don't. Uh, it's entertaining. I don't hate it, man. Like I said, I think uh, I, I I hate how they're trying to sell it to me. And I think that's yeah. what where my anger comes from is the marketing and the branding of what this movie is because it is a, it's a great movie on its own. It's got yeah. it's got everything that I want for a horror film, um, especially a modern horror film. So with with that, I just wish they they take the fucking TCM name off of it and they they make it what it is, man. Because then I could get behind this film. There's a lot to like about it. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna give it another watch and maybe on. Uh next week's episode yeah we'll talk we about talk it. about we'll touch back yeah yeah we'll touch back on this so uh thank you for listening you can find me at bad taste video you can find grizz at kane enabler at kane underscore enabler exactly yeah. <laughs> and uh we'll see you next week uh if you're listening to this when we put it out you will be hearing tabloid